The world has braved the storm of a pandemic and a war. But we are still dealing with its aftermath, an insane inflation and fears of recession. With spendings reduced and every penny saved, times are still tough for businesses. Here's an interesting stat. A European who earlier wore a t-shirt only three to four times before buying a new one is now wearing the same shirt 10 to 15 times before buying a new one. And this change in the spending habits of our friends from the West is determining the fate of many close to home. This declining demand in the West has triggered a ripple effect in a small town in Tamil Nadu called Tiruppur. Tiruppur is the knitwear capital. Knitwear is not just woolen clothes, it also includes shirts, t-shirts, vests, etc. of India. 55% of India's knitwear exports are sourced from this small town. From Nike to Tommy Hilfiger to H&M, major branded clothes are made in Tirupur. Today we look at Tirupur's inspiring journey from a small town to an industrial hub, challenges that Tirupur is facing and what can be done to save Tirupur. The journey of Tirupur is proof of how innovation, entrepreneurship and hard work can completely transform a town. Back in the 1920s, a small town was struggling to grow crops due to scarcity of water. Soon, they became tired of labor and started producing vests and briefs. That's when they realized the high mineral content in the water which made farming difficult was a boon for the textile industry. It made clothes whiter. Slowly and steadily, in the 1930s, the textile industry started growing in Tirupur. Till the 1970s, Tirupur remained only a local Indian supplier. Then, in 1978, came a man named Verona who took it international. Verona reached Tirupur through word of mouth. And boy, was he impressed by the quality of its production. He immediately gave Tirupur contracts for garment exports. Other European importers were also impressed by the quality and soon contracts started piling up in Tirupur. Now was the time that the town saw entrepreneurship booming. Entrepreneurs created different clusters and each cluster had to master only one specific task like knitting, spinning, dyeing, etc. This entrepreneurial spirit and streamlined process made Tirupur the knitwear capital of India. But Tirupur is now facing a slowdown and unemployment. Currently, Tirupur is facing three major challenges at once. Lack of demand, high cotton prices and competition from countries like Bangladesh. Let's look at these problems one by one. First, lack of demand. Covid, the Russia-Ukraine war and now sky-high inflation. All of these factors have reduced demand for clothes. People are trying hard to keep the lights on in their homes in Europe, so clothes are obviously not a priority. Because of this, exports have fallen by 21% in the August to December 2022 period. Second, high cotton prices. Cotton prices in India were 15% higher than international cotton prices in December 2022. This was because of low availability of cotton. Yes, heavy rains and pests have been destroying our cotton crops. Plus, an 11% import duty on cotton makes importing cotton expensive. 
Result, the textile industry cannot afford cotton. They have to pass on the extra costs to end consumers who do not want expensive clothes. So they've been turning to countries like Vietnam and Bangladesh. Third, increasing competition. While India's garment exports were worth $44.4 billion in 2022, Bangladesh's exports were worth $52.08 billion. Now, the difference may not be huge, but the fact that this tiny country with limited resources has managed to beat us is alarming. What are they doing right that we aren't? Bangladesh and Vietnam are cheaper. The t-shirt that we make for 50 cents or 41 rupees, Bangladesh makes for 22 cents or 18 rupees. The low cost is because of first, cheap labor. Yes, labor is even cheaper in these countries. And second, trade agreements. Bangladesh and Vietnam both have signed several agreements which make their products duty-free in markets like Europe and Canada, which are also huge markets for us. In fact, Bangladesh also has a free trade agreement with India that allows them to get cheap raw materials from us and float their cheaper goods duty-free in our market. Plus, their currencies are also weaker than the rupee, making it even cheaper for importers to buy goods from them. The biggest strength of Bangladesh? It's Godspeed. It takes us 63 days to complete an order for delivery, while it takes Bangladesh 50 days. It takes us 10 days to get the shipment to port, while it takes Bangladesh one day. So, Tirupur is struggling. Now, all isn't doom and gloom in the town. In January, it did start seeing a teeny tiny 1.5% growth in exports again. But with a recession on everyone's mind, especially thanks to the Silicon Valley Bank's fall, this growth may fall again. Now, what falls is set to rise again. People aren't going to stop wearing clothes. The town should be back on its feet the next festive season. This is what many of you might be thinking. But this is not how Tirupur can operate. You see, many other major companies and exporters can survive small periods of downtime. They usually have the cash to do so or they can borrow from banks. In the case of Tirupur, the story is a little different. Since the town has many small entrepreneurs managing small clusters, they often don't get adequate bank credit. So downtimes means shutdowns. It means layoffs. It means the end of life as they knew it. And this is the situation the town faces every time there's a crisis. Shouldn't enterprising entrepreneurs running profitable businesses without VC money deserve better? Steps need to be taken to provide adequate credit to these entrepreneurs. The government should also announce measures to support this major town that employs 6 lakh people directly and 4 lakh people indirectly. Steps could include providing low-interest loans, tax incentives or subsidies for small businesses. Additionally, the government could partner with banks and other financial institutions to create a dedicated credit facility for Tirupur's entrepreneurs. Signing more free trade agreements could also be a good option. Tirupur could also take a step in this direction by combining some clusters, making them big enough for banks and other institutions to take notice. What other steps can be taken to help this town survive until demand grows again? Let us know in the comments. See you in the next episode. Jai Hind!